All right, welcome to the Avni interviews. We're your hosts, Eric Bork and Mikey Taylor. Oh, what up? The co-founders of Avni, a brand for entrepreneurs. Here on the Avni interviews, we interview people doing the work they want, the lifestyle they love. And before we get started today, let's just talk more about our academy. We talk about this every week, but this week was a fun week. I went out selling with one of our students. I just keep getting these messages. I closed an account, a thousand bucks. I closed an account, $2,000 video. So our students are doing good. So you can check out, if you want to start your own digital agency, check out avnidigital.com. Um, and I, I shouldn't say like, that's what you're going to make the examples I just used, but those were just a couple of examples that came to mind. So today we're going to talk about before we even start. Yeah. What did it feel like being in the streets again? Dude, being in this, it felt good, man. Like, to be honest, I went out there. I was, I haven't been in the streets. Just because I got my... Uh, and when now, we say in the streets, we mean in the streets cold selling. Calling. Yeah. Cold calling. So yeah, this week, one of our uh, academy members, Anthony, was like, hey, dude, let's go out. I'll film some content of you. Um, and we filmed the whole day, uh, cold calling. And I've got, I got my business before me and Mikey partnered up and we partnered up. And then I got it to the point where we're getting a lot of business, just referrals from leads that are coming to us. So I haven't had the need to be in the streets. But... You know, it's one of the best ways to get new clients. So we did it. And it was fun, man. I, it's like I walked into this one office. I walked in. I looked around. I'm like, I am going to close you guys so hard. You will pay me money and I will provide you services. And it was, I walked in this plastic surgeon's office. I look around. Like I know they don't have a video guy because I've already looked. And everybody has different approaches, right? Mikey kind of gets on me for this one once in a while, which is I like video. I like producing video because I like to do it, right? You can get business by just digital leads only, but I like to go and meet people. And so uh, how did it feel? It was a lot of fun. Wait, what do I get on you about? About like, well, okay, here's why I, sh I should explain that. You don't always, when you're, when you're providing your agency services, uh, you don't always want to make it like I go out, I film a video, I get paid for that video, right? This is what we've talked about before. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Facebook ads, you can run those for people and literally never meet them and get them clients to go in and you can scale that a lot faster, yeah. right? And then building websites, you know, it's like all done in the office. You don't have to like go out and, you know, film a video. So basically you and I have talked before about how other components of an agency scale faster or you should hire someone to do your video, which is what we do now. Sometimes, but I still like doing them. But yeah, it was fun being in the streets. And uh, it's funny, man, because I went out with them and I'll usually get through to like three or four doctors. We didn't get through to one doctor. And we went cold calling to medical offices. Uh, and on that note, the reason I like medical offices, this came up this week too, is a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, if you hit them up and you say, I want to do your Facebook ads, they're going to figure out how to do it themselves. So a lot of times if you hit up like small businesses that are entrepreneurs, they're going to do it themselves. Whereas I like the medical field because doctors, they want someone to do it for them and they have a good, solid, scalable business for themselves. Mm. So overall, it was fun. It was like we didn't break through to any doctors, which is so rare. But we did visit a few current clients that were like, oh, we love you. We're for you to, you know, these four people. Yeah. 
So I think we probably got between five and $10,000 worth of business that'll come from that day of selling. So let's jump into our topic today, which is kind of a realization that me and Mikey are coming to more and more all the time, which is this vision of the good life, this vision of private jets, Lamborghinis, models, and mansions. So kind of like the, the realization that I've come to is I don't care how much money I have. That's not my version of the good life. And it's funny because I've seen you at the height of your skate career driving a 19, what was it? 80, 94 Civic Hatchback. 94 Civic yeah, but Hatchback. Is, but I know I got to stop you though, okay. because there is a point that we talk about all the time that we've never talked really on here is yeah. it's not, it's not only that that's not our lifestyle, but it's that that's a tool that people are using to sell product. Yes. Right. So, so now that we're selling product in this arena, call it, mm -hmm. we're going through like selling it and, and you're seeing what everyone's doing and it's working. Yes. That's the worst part about it is like you put a, a Ferrari and a jet in front of selling a product and people think, holy shit, if I buy that product, like this dude's 19, he's driving, flying in a private jet. He's got to be good at it. Right. Yeah. So it's like, one of the challenges that we've been having is that like, we don't want to do that because it's not us. And then which led to a conversation that we've been having about like, what's valuable for our lives? Like what is the lifestyle that we want to portray? And really the answer is our lifestyle, like just being authentic to who we are. But it, for sure, a hundred percent agreed. But at the same time, what's been like, almost like uh, us figuring out is, if everybody's doing that, what are we doing? Yeah. And, and we've evolved into it and like we have a solid direction, um, but it's kind of establishing like what is, what is our direction, which we've, we, we know what it is, we just haven't really talked about it. Yeah. And it's funny because you were pro skateboarder forever and you know, the other night you were like, maybe like two weeks ago, you're like, what do you, like, what do you, what do you think people know me as? I can't remember the context, but I was like, oh, you're the guy that sold St. Archer. And you're like, no, I'm not. And I was like, I think you are. And you're like, no, I'm, people see me as like the fun guy. Like I was always having fun. That's what I was doing. And I was like, oh, you're right. That, that is um, like Mikey days. Dude, Mikey days was one of the coolest things in skateboarding. It really was. Um, so anyways, talking about why you have blank face right now. There's comes soaking in. <laughs> reminiscing. Like, oh, did I say the wrong thing? Reminiscing on the good old days. Yeah, okay. So um, anyways, we, we want to talk about our version of the good life and what that means. And I want to start the conversation. I just, I, I kind of had a story. I read a book this week that really kind of put things into perspective of what is going on. And I will say you're seeing more and more and more people posting like, oh, all this stuff is fake. All this stuff is fake. And there's kind of this, this general consensus right now of like everybody's flaunting, but like you see Gerard Adams, you see Gary Vee posting like, I mean, Gary Vee is very vocal about it. He's like, all these fools are going to be working at chasing 18 months and they're going to have to give back their Lambos and they're all going to be broke. Does he say that? Oh yeah. I mean, he, but Gary like goes at, he like goes at it hard, you know? Um, 
what are you going to flaunt when you have to give back your Lambo? <laughs> it's like, you know? And then Gerard Adams just posted something this week and said, pay attention carefully. And then posted that thing of Gary saying that. So anyways, and I respect Gary's angle at it. He's all about hustle. He's all about hard work. And he's one of the most successful people in the space, if not the most. Uh, well, you can't say the space because yeah, it's yeah. entrepreneurship. So yeah. obviously there's more successful people. But he's one of the top guys. Uh, so anyways... I was reading this book and I'm going to kind of go into story time for a minute here to make a comparison. And the book that I read, I read this book when I was really young. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, Jamie Thomas actually posted this exact part of the book like five months ago or something. Oh, did he? Yeah, he posted exactly the, the story I'm about to tell. So the story goes like this. The author had a son and the author, uh, he's a very successful, Stephen Covey's a very successful business consultant speaker. Um, yeah, he had a whole company on time management and effectiveness in business. So he had a son and this was like, I don't know which kid it was like, say his third or fourth kid. And his kid was not performing well in school and not performing well in sports. And he, he was like him and his wife would try to like, it's okay, you can do it. And eventually it got so frustrating for them that they were like, what is it? Like, what's going wrong here? Like, we're trying to like encourage them. And they took a step back and looked at it. And they both kind of like said, all right, well, how do we really feel about our son? Yeah. And they're like, we're disappointed in him. We're, and then they're like, why are we disappointed? Like, they, it almost like they like felt bad about it. And they were like, oh crap, our other kids we're like, you know, he's known in the community and his other kids would like do things and everybody would applaud. And they realized we're disappointed because selfishly we're not getting the social mileage out of our son that we were expecting from, from our other kids. And they were like, okay, we need to reevaluate our motives. And so they started just like loving their son and being like, oh, you fell, huh? Like, that's what happens. Like, oh, you're not doing it in school. It's okay. We love you. And they started just accepting the, you know, their son for how he was. And what they said is that their intentions were portrayed to their son. He felt it. And um, then he dives in. Well, to finish that part off, they changed their attitudes and their son felt like genuine love and from their characters and he started doing really well, like started, you know, flourishing, doing well in school and sports because he could tell that he like felt the genuine connection love. So anyways, he draws an analogy with um, since the foundation of uh, the United States of America, people have been uh, evaluating success material and how to live a successful life. It's kind of the foundation of, our, of the United States of America. And uh, he said in the beginning, it was more focused on integrity and honesty. Um, but with the birth of kind of television and radio, it turned more from character, the character ethic, into a personality thing where people were on television trying to get you to buy something and think positive, come to my seminar. And it turned from a character thing into a personality thing. And so his whole push, he's passed away now, but his whole push was about building character. And um, 
and, and truly like engaging and, and, and accepting people and building character, not this positive mental uh, attitude type thing where people, you're almost trying to manipulate people into doing what you want to do. And when I read that, it kind of hit me. The, the content that you see right now being pushed, a lot of it resembles that same like original lifestyles of the rich and famous. It, it's almost mirrored, except instead of being on television, it's on social media. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, damn, that's a crazy analogy because that is what's going on right now. Like when I see these ads, I feel manipulated most of the time. I feel like there's like hidden facts. So anyways, let's talk about the good life and what that is. Um, and also in this episode, we are dropping our merch, which is at goodtimes.com. It's goodxtimes.com. So you can check that out. Our new site's live. We have merch on there. Um, so let's talk about the good life, Mikey. What is the good life for you? And we're going to dive into specifics here. The good life to me has always been... Uh, just being able to make choices without being able to it's it's i don't want to say freedom because everybody says that but for me it was always just not being blocked by finances Mm -hmm. was was a good life for me just being able to have options to do things that i want to do and not letting something like money stop me from doing them that's all Mm -hmm. i ever wanted that was like the good life to me and 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 that mixed with like like I want to spend time with my family. I want to go on vacation with my family. If we want to go somewhere, I don't want to think twice on how I have to get there. I just want to be able to go and do it. You know, that was always like the good life for me. Like I never needed like crazy cars, never needed this huge house. I just wanted to be able to do fun things at will. So let's, let's kind of, um, and people may not know this. Our mission is good, good wealth, good health, good love, good legacy, good life, and good times. Um, so let's talk about good wealth for a minute. Let's talk about good wealth and let's specifically talk about your car and your house. Um, you very easily could have gone out and got a huge house, um, in the past, especially when you're skating at the peak of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you definitely could have done that. Uh, and not that you, you have a very nice house. Like yeah, you guys just redid the whole thing. Yeah, like your saying. house is super nice. Your backyard's like a. No, but it's modest for. It, yeah it's not it's you could have a big match <laughs> so let's talk about it though and and another thing too is like i've never like with you okay so you drove the 95 civic well i had a handful of them but what one was it the the hatchback the white one the the white one was a 90 the white one was a 94 94 92 just, we're getting real specific 92 to 95 civic hatchbacks were all the same Oh, okay. So I'm like okay. trying to figure out what the exact year was. See, and to me, this is a perfect example because it wasn't just like, oh, I have a Civic hatchback and it's, I'm okay. You like fixed them up, raced them. Like it was like a whole, like you loved doing it thing. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of the work and what you were doing as a part of it. Um, it wasn't just like you had that car and you were okay with it, which you were, but it was more like everything you did behind it. Um, and there was a whole scene behind it and everything. But anyways, uh, when I see you want to get something like you're, you're going to get it. Right. So at one point you're like, I'm getting a Tesla. And I was like, damn, you're going to fork out the money. Like you're going to do it. And then you're like, Oh, I don't know. And for a while I didn't think you were going to do it. 
What's a what's the Tesla brand new right now? I think it's like 120 to 180 for, for a new one. Yeah, for Model S. Yeah, I think it's 70 to 140. Is it that low? 70 140. Yeah, you can get like a like the base on an S. I, it used to be a 70D. Maybe it's a 85D, but I think it starts at 70. 70. Okay, that's right. Because I went through Mike Mo, like the full process of Mike Mo when he got his. Well, like, Michael got a, he he got a 70D, but he started putting those things are crazy, man. You put like a couple things in it, and it that's what up I was gonna say. It started grand. at 70, but he's like, you can't do it and be happy without spending at least 90. That's what Mike Mo said. Yeah. So, anyways, how much did you buy yours so, uh, for? I know where you're going with this. I'm gonna say this. the The reason why I didn't spend money throughout my career mm -hmm. was a different reason to why I don't spend money now. It's changed. Hmm. The beginning of my career was 100% based on fear. Hmm. I, was, I didn't know what was to come. So it felt crazy to me to spend everything I made. Yeah. Was one part of it. Two, I always saw how people treated my friends differently. And I never wanted to be treated based on being someone. I wanted to be treated based on who I was as a person. So I never wanted people to think I had a ton of money. I was, I was like the idea of like the guy who, who drives a truck, who's a billionaire that no one knows about. Mm -hmm. I, I always loved that. So like, that was like the first half of my career. Now having made money, I just understand what money is mm -hmm. and the fact that it did nothing for me, like personally, like with my self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, it's easier to spend money I spend money on things that like I want or or I think will be fun, not to fill some type of void. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to cars, cars are a shitty investment. They're terrible. Yep. So I wanted a Tesla because t I think Tesla's amazing, but I couldn't swallow the fact that like it was that expensive mm -hmm. or I was gonna buy a new one and it was gonna drop 30 grand just driving off the lot, whatever it is. So I just waited until I got a deal that like was too good to be true. And then I found it and then I got it. I waited two years though to find that deal. Yeah. I'm cheap, dude. Like when you really break it down, I'm kind of a cheapskate. Well, dude, and you bought the original model and you bought it used. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the body style hasn't changed still. Mm -hmm. Very, very, it hasn't. Like the Range Rover, I think in like 2008, totally different car. Yeah, no, they no, changed no, 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 no. the- 2012. Yeah, yeah on the Teslas, they changed the front bumper, uh, I think at, 2000 the 2017 year yeah i think mine's the 2014 but you got it you very easily could have probably forked out 120 grand yeah i got it for more than half of that i got it for less than <laughs> less half, than of, half that. of that yeah. okay yeah. so th there's one point now let's talk about the house okay yeah the the good life man you go over there jen's there the girls are there super nice house we we have we've had eight christmas parties there yeah is it eight or nine or 10 now? What is it? Dude, I don't know. I think it could be, no, I think it's seven. Because I don't think we had a Christmas party before we got married. So, okay, so seven, it's at least seven, right? Yeah. Uh, seven Christmas parties there. Um, your, your wife lives right next door to her best friend. I mean, you guys have a cool thing going. Like, it's a lot of fun. Um, okay, so the house. When did you buy your house and how much for? <laughs> uh, I bought it 14 years ago and it, I bought it for 575. And 2 years later what was it worth? 400. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yeah. So our house is a good investment. Ugh. 
I know there's so many different. Uh, yeah. So if Jen listens to this podcast, she's not going to be stoked because she gets really mad when I talk about homes. Uh, I I do not. Why like, does she get mad? Because she's sick of hearing me talk about how a home is a bad investment, how you should never look at your home as an investment. So whenever she, look, this is my pro, I tell you, this is my, this is my gift and a curse, right? I look at everything as an investment, every Mm -hmm. single thing to a flaw. So we look at the house and Jen wants to remodel it right now. She wants to like Mm -hmm. do a new kitchen and do the bathrooms and blah, blah, blah. And I look at it and go, I am never going to see those dollars out. I'm going to put that much money and we're never going to see that back. So why would we put that money in? Right? Yeah. And her argument is, it's our home. I want to love where I live. This is who we are. And I'm looking at going, but why would we ever put that much money? We're going to outprice the house. Mm-hmm. Why would you spend them? Oh, it'd be better to sell it and go get a different house. <laughs> you know? So, look, personally, uh, I don't think you should look at your primary residence as an investment. I don't think you should. Okay. I think it's unhealthy. I don't think, like, you can make money buying a house but like it's not the same it's not the same as a, as an investment as a as a rental property so let me ask you this and i've never asked you this before what do you what would because the only thing i could see you because you like cool spaces you like cool look and aesthetic for yeah. content uh-huh. could you ever see yourself getting a house for content <laughs> i mean dude it's jen gosh. here's your in well Dude, it's a crazy world we live in, man. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I have a hard time right now with it. It's like it's like what we talked about in the beginning. I have a hard time with how fake everything is. Mm-hmm. But I understand how it works. So it's like I'm I'm constantly trying to find the balance to where like I'm doing this as real to myself as possible. And I still want it to look cool, but that's not the driving force behind it. Yeah. This is a slippery slope. So I don't know. I think like to tell you the truth, if if we got a cool house or if we like built a house or designed it, I'd probably want it to be more for Jen stuff because mm-hmm. Jen's a tier designer. Mm-hmm. Like I think there'd be a really good process to building that she could create all the content for that could help her brand. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. For me, it's like I don't know. It's I mean, dude, it's the harsh reality of where we live. It's like, dude, do do. Do people come to my house if I have a two or three million dollar house and go, God, Mikey's crushing it. This real estate shit is on fire. I should invest with him. There's probably a lot of people that will do that. Yeah. It's just, it's the fault of who we are as people, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, it's a game that like, I don't want to play. Uh, I, I don't know if, I don't know if you have to play the game to change the game. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to figure that out now. It's, it's funny though, because you think about pro skateboarding. And there's no reason to have, like, like you selling products as a pro skateboarder has nothing to do with like what car you drive. I don't think, do you? Like when you were pro skateboarding, no, people I think didn't pro look skateboard- at your car and Pro go, skateboarders like, are different. Yeah. yeah. Pro skateboarders are totally different because it's very easy to know that they're not the, they're, they're the, they're the person being contracted out. Yeah. They're not the boss in a sense, unless yeah. it's their own company. For what we're talking about, it's like, there's a, people are buying into like you being knowledgeable or successful. Yeah. Right. It's why a lot of these people drive around the cars they do Mm -hmm. because the kid who goes, 
whoa, dude, Eric Bork is driving a Lambo and is kicked up in this, this pad and he's doing social media marketing. So if I buy that, I get to have that house. That's, that's, that's why people are doing this because it's, it's easy yeah. to manipulate the consumer, right? Yep. And honestly, in my world now, you can kind of compare the two. It's like, I'm, we have a real estate fund. Mm-hmm. If people see me driving around in a Bentley and they come to my house, it's this huge house, they're going to assume that our fund is crushing it. Yep. I'm going to tell you right now how my fund is right now. And if I were to live in that big of a house and car, same returns, <laughs> same returns, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it goes deeper to like who, who it goes deeper to like, I think like greed and insecurity and yep. us as a society and what we're told. You know? So let's talk about, um, because I'm sure some people are listening going like, yeah, but that would be really cool to have. Yeah. So that's the thing. Look, for people that have that, I'm not against it. Like, yo, you want to go like ball out and get a crib and you have the money for it? Fine. The problem is that people spend everything they have to be able to post up in that house to make it seem like they're rich. My whole thing is like, dude, just actually be rich and then live in the house. Don't fool people into it. I don't like the fake it till you make it. I do not like that. Right? So the people out there, like, look, you got a $2 million house. You're grossing, you know, six, seven, eight hundred grand a year. You got all this safe. Fine. Do it. But like, dude, the guy who's like making 200, so, 250, and he's spending everything he has paycheck to paycheck, that's not the model I believe in. So, I, you know me, dude. I believe in living under your means to maximize the amount of money you can invest in stuff. I don't believe in spending every dollar I have to look rich. 100%, dude. And I, I'm going to throw this out there. My, like, it's funny, dude, because if there's anybody who could be flaunting, Gary Vee could totally be flaunting, but he doesn't do it. He yeah. doesn't flaunt the Jets. He is married, never puts his wife or kids on social media. Um, and no Jets, no cars. And like people ask him like, okay, you hate on cars. Like what about like Andy Frisella? He's like, dude, Andy loves cars. I heard him say it. He's like, he loves his cars. Like there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah. So it's not like, and we're not saying either, we're not hating on anybody that has a Lambo, but I think the, the good life is different for everybody. Yeah. And um, it's funny cause like we used to say this as kids and I remember like you saying it and you're like, when I first started hanging out with you, you'd be like, let's live the good life. And I would be like, that's funny, man. Cause like I used to like read these books about the good life and like my books were, uh, it was actually Stephen Covey, Body, Mind, Heart, Spirit, which is. Yes, Kevion um, loves that book, huh? Yeah, Kevion. I, well, I don't know. I've never heard Kevion. Does he? I thought so. He's always talking about. He like, talks about seven equities. I don't uh, know if yeah, he talks yeah. about uh, yeah, seven yeah. habits. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's kind of what we birthed an idea. We birthed an idea. We did a podcast called Money and Skateboarding. And what we did is for I'm, most of the people that listen, listen regularly. We talked about let's just talk about skateboarding and money. And we did it. And it's funny because it got more views and listens than a lot of our episodes, like without a big guest, whenever we have a big guest, uh, views, listens go up, but it's crazy because so many people were like, like you read the comments on YouTube. They're like, this is the best. Thank you for talking about. So that kind of birthed the idea of like, let's start talking about cars. Let's start talking about houses, start talking about, What's behind it? Yeah, and I think it's important to include talking about money. Uh, it's 100%. like, dude, nobody talks about money. It's like a, such this like uncomfortable thing. Dude, 100%. And what it's left with is all these people not knowing 
how to make or or use or what money is. It's like, dude, it's terrible. A hundred percent, man. And that's where like you look at it and someone that's like coming into money could go like, well, I could go out and get this car. I could, like I could, like I have the credit, I have enough monthly income without thinking like that income, like I could go out and do that. So I think it's important to talk about like, okay, uh, someone drives this car. What did they drive when they were a kid? What did they, what did they drive when they were coming up? When did they step into this car? Did they buy it or lease it? I've said this like 50 times, but my brother sells cars to every celebrity in Hollywood. Do you buy or lease? I lease. Um, but every celebrity in Hollywood leases their cars. Yeah. And you see people go on Ty Lopez, you rented this car. He's like, yeah, everybody you know rents their cars. They all lease them. It's a yeah. terrible, it depreciates yeah. instantly. And then it keeps depreciating. You never get your money back. You can sell it for less. It starts breaking down. So there's no point. So for everyone listening, there's a very easy solution to know if you should buy or lease. If you're going to own a car for eight 10 plus years buy it or more yeah yep if you're gonna sell a car within one to six years lease it lease it because it doesn't make sense to buy a car unless you're going to participate yep. in not having a car payment for a long time totally so it's an easy easy way to figure that out it's a it's it's super easy and if you're if you're gonna lease you're gonna pay less the, for me the main reason is like once you get to the point of uh, and I watched my family. We were, we were very poor when I was younger. Um, my parents do good now, but when I was younger, we were very poor. And they would always go like, oh, we don't have enough. We have to go like get this old car. And then the old car would break down. And then after it would break down, they would put like $5,000 into it. It's like that $5,000 could have leased your car for 10 months. What and I remember being like, I hate Fords. I want to break their window because they would break down every single time. This is back when they were really bad. Um, so yeah, if you're gonna keep a car until it gets to the point of repair and then sell it, lease it. There's yeah. no point in buying it. Totally. Um, and also, like, it's crazy, man. Like, I see some people with the craziest lease payments, driving yeah. really nice cars. Yeah. And it's like a status thing, and it's like their whole payments going towards that car that could be going towards other stuff. So I think it's important, just like the money and skateboarding concept, where we go into detail about, okay, if you want to be a pro skateboarder, it looks like this, 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 and this. And dude, you know you're weird, right? What? You know you're weird, right? Like yeah. as kids, none of us thought this. Yeah. You were the only one that was like, guys, I'm going to run out of money. We were I, like, Mikey, what are you talking about? We're going to run out of money. We're all going to be rich forever. Yeah, I know. And then reality sets in. Well, yeah, yeah, totally. I, dude, I was just scared. That's all. I was just scared <laughs> shitless. That's it, dude. There, I wasn't a genius. I was just oh, scared. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the good life. I'm going to kind of like, like run through to me what the good life is. And I'm going to preface it with this. You could have the biggest mansion. You could have all the cars, um, which I've had a smaller version of this. I had my own house. I had just... I had a job, like the old American dream. I was so miserable because I was married to the wrong person. And you can have all of these things and be living a terrible, terrible life. Like the things are not going to bring you happiness. Um, they can be a byproduct that you add on top if you're into them, right? If you're into fast cars, like 
They, they can be fun if you can afford them. Um, my brother has two really nice cars. You know, he has a Jag and a Range Rover. Um, but anyways, what I'm getting at is this. The things don't make the good life. Like the things don't. Now, the, the money does allow you to travel. It allows you to travel. It allows, uh, it allows people to travel to do more things. Um, so let's kind of break down what the good life is for you and for me. And I'll kind of start. For me, the, I actually, down the road, it's so funny because I just don't care about where I live. I just want it to be nice. Mm-hmm. So I just want a nice place. I don't like old places. I like new, modern, nice places. I actually, I think I've told you this before, I love like modern design. Yeah, I know you do, yeah. That would be something that I think down the road that I'll be, once I get out of like, or master the digital space, which I'm still in the process of mastering, I think that's something that I'll like get into down the road. Um, so when you said Jen likes that, I kind of like relate to it. Um, but anyways, I just like nice environments. For me, my environment allow like hoarders is my worst nightmare. So there's something about nice things that's like calming and soothing and relaxing to me. So mm. I need a nice place to live. Mm. It doesn't have to be the biggest. It doesn't have to be like the craziest marriage. I just need somewhere really nice that's clean and organized that I enjoy living there. The next part is um, the, the relationship that I'm in, the friendship. And for me, it's Olivia. We've been together for eight years now. Dude, I've dated, you've, dude, I used to bring I've girls to your all, house. I've seen them all, dude. Seen them all, <laughs> Olivia's the only cool one. <laughs> I would bring girls over to Mikey and Jen and they would just be like, okay yeah yeah we'll hang out yeah um but i mean i would say um, my relationship with olivia is like one of the greatest sources of happiness in my life that's like definitely one of my favorite things um or one of my i shouldn't say things one of my favorite parts of life um good love so you know good wealth let me take a step back I think there is, it's very important on how you earn your money. I think that's, that's a really critical part of having a good life. Like, and we talked about this a little bit before, so we won't go in too much. But um, my thing is, uh, I love digital. I love making money digitally. So my thing is 3Com. A digital agent, these are, in my opinion, these are the best ways to make money. Digital agency, digital products, and e-commerce. I think those are amazing ways to make money. Um, okay, let's let's kind of bounce back and forth. The good life for you, what does that look like? The good life for me looks like spending time with my family and friends and feeling accomplished throughout my day. Uh, what are some things you do that like that like actually illustrate that? For example, yesterday you went golfing with Ben Times 10. Yep. You guys had a good time on the golf course. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's part of the good life, so, right? Golfing? Yeah, so, yeah, so so Jen and I went to uh, Shaver Lake for the weekend, mm-hmm. went snowboarding, um, just being able to do stuff like that, yep. uh, taking the day off and golfing with friends, uh, skating, uh, but I need the, I, I personally need the accomplishment as well. Mm-hmm. Like I need to feel like, like dude, I'll have days working where like I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. And like I'm, I feel proud of myself and fulfilled that like I was able to accomplish what I was trying to do. Yep. 
Um, so I, I need that aspect. I need kind of the ability to travel with my family, hang out with friends. Um, I just don't like being told no. So like when I want to do stuff, I want to be able to do it. So that, that's like really what the good life is for me is being able to have all these things in my life that I really enjoy and value and then being able to, to partake in activities without not being able to afford them. And I think a lot of it is, is and this is kind of why we've latched on to the, the slogan good times is that, I mean, let's, let's remember some good times. Like you were a pro skateboarder for 15 years. What were some of like the good times in pro skateboarding? There was the era where you, before you and Jen, where it was lots of friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and like your, your, uh, your bachelor party. Yeah. Uh, dude, that was one of the funnest times ever, man. Me and Malto. And I think, you, did you have to pay for those bikes? What bikes? So one of, one of my favorite good times is we, me and Malto, and Sam. Oh, you drove him into the water. And Blake. I think no, it was I didn't Blake. Have to pay for him. You didn't have no. We took the bikes. We went for a ride. It was Newport Beach for Mikey's bachelor party. And we rode the bikes into the ocean as far as we, we tried to see who well, would win. It was like one in the morning. It was like one in the morning. We stole the bikes from the bachelor party. We drove the bikes. We were like, all right, race. And we were like, who can get the furthest? We rode the bikes as far as we could. I think we got like up to like our chest and then fell over. That was a good time. Yeah. But I mean, skateboarding though, like, dude, you traveled. Where'd you go? You went. I went everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did just change. It was like a lot of it was like, you know, in the beginning, it was just fun. It was the experience. Yeah. And I get to do what I love with my friends and see the world. And then as I got older, just started taking on new, new, I guess, things. Like, I just, I started needing more out of it, to tell you the truth. Like, you know, and I think that's where like the accomplishment like came in. Like, I need to feel like I'm, I have a goal and I'm making steps to that goal. And yeah. that's the part that like, like, dude, it's like, uh, gosh, Eminem had some like rat verse where he's like sitting on a treadmill and like the carrots in front of a dangling, you can never reach it or something. <laughs> right. Like as, as awful as that sounds, I love it. Like, I don't care if I never get to like my goal. I love the every day making steps to it. So if I can stay in that, uh, that's a good life to me, man. Okay, I got an example for you. So anybody that's listening that witnessed this era of skateboarding, you're gonna appreciate this. And for you, the first part of this was we had a great time. But it sucks because the latter part of it was when you were going through the whole dilemma with DC and everything. But remember back when Beebles was first popping off? Mm -hmm. Dude, those were some of the best times. Those yeah. were such good times. We would wake up. It would be like group text. I'm just trying to think like a couple. Of, it was, wake up, group text. You'd be like, Guy, Reynolds, you, Paul. Like we're going like I, Beeble, of course. And like we'd roll to the park, throw open the door, get there at like 11 in the morning. Everybody shows up, gallons of water, and we would just destroy all day. Go home, film a video, put it up on YouTube. Those were some good times, dude. Those, but it's like, is that glamorous, you know? Is that like the lamb? Yeah, like some people had like Mercedes parked out front, but it wasn't about that. It was about like the work that went into it, mm -hmm. you know? So I guess what I'm trying to do here is dive a little bit past like the shiny objects, right? Um, dive into like, what are the things, the actually mechanics- make you happy. That actually, it's, and to me, it's a sense of like hard work and fulfillment and at the same time doing the work, like 
This might sound crazy, but one of my favorite things, like last week I built our new Shopify store in one day. Dude, I had so much fun. I, I built it, like designed it, uh, added the product to it. Mike Mo loves doing this too, mm -hmm. right? To me, that's fun and fulfilling. I love doing it. I'm an extrovert, so I need to be around people. So there's obviously other things that need to you know, happen also. But to me, those are like some of the parts that go into uh, the good life and like what you're doing. So those are a few examples I have. What does the long-term good life look for you? Look like for you? Long-term good life? Uh, oh man. I think probably like starting something just for like like the fun of it with Jen. Hmm. I think it's super long-term. I think we do something together that's like not on this like aggressive path to like <laughs> change the world. <laughs> you know, maybe it's just like, you know, I could see us like, you know, doing like a, like designing homes together mm -hmm. or like, like designing like a little boutique hotel or something that's yeah. like, uh, we just enjoy that's not so, uh, like, like, or I'm not trying to like have this huge cause. Like, there, like when you're doing something for a reason, you have, all, there's a lot of stress in, that goes into that. There's a lot on your shoulders. I think probably like good life to me would just be like, I have my kids, they're doing well. My wife and I have this like project that like makes us happy. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're not really concerned about like cracking off. Yeah, it's funny because like the the big house, the appeal to me is like the design of it. It's the look of it. Yeah, so when you totally. say that, I, I totally relate to it. Like, do I need like a giant mansion? No, but do I, would I? Look, cool looking stuff. Look, I'm real big on aesthetic. I love when things look cool. You know, it's just, yeah. uh, I just want it done. I just like doing it in a classy way. Yeah. I just don't like the like, like the showing off. Yep. You know? So eventually one thing, and I, I'll say this with like, we were probably doing this. One thing I want to do is create like a system for people to download to like design their dream life. Cause I'm doing mine. And um, I'm, I'm really curious to know like what, what are the things for people listening? Um, and if you're on YouTube, you can comment. Like, what are the, the long-term visions that you have for life? I'll tell you right now, my, there's, there's a couple things for me long-term. One, I want all my food delivered to my door oh, yeah. and cooked for I me. I should have told you that, man. I, I want a chef. That, yeah, I spend so much time with food. Yeah. It takes away so much of my life that, like, if that's a luxury, that's, for me, that's a good life. Yeah. That's, that's one thing for me. Um... No, I'm not so much like the cars. It's not like I'm not really a car guy. Yeah. I, I think like I'm, I'll be happy with a Tesla. I think, that's what, I think that's what I'll want. But for me, it's based around work and lifestyle and like what I want to do. I think like my dream life is to live on a resort and work all day. Mm. <laughs> that's like what like I, I would want to work all day around people. Um, in an environment that had like a, a hotel or resort style feel to it. That's like my version of, of the good life. Anything else you could think of for you long-term? Long-term, I, I, I could see myself like trying to do more like with the community. Hmm. Um, like, I don't know. Like we, I don't know. I feel like this whole thing with like the fires and then this like group that like came to our neighborhood oh, yeah. and like, yeah. I don't know, maybe like later on, it's like, I don't want to say get into politics, but like, hmm. 
maybe it's something that's like more focused at like giving back to like the place I actually live in. And, mm -hmm. um, maybe it does a maybe I do become a politician, man. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it's a self-limiting belief, man. Maybe I make a run at it. I don't know. I got uh, the smile for it, right? You know what the best response was? <laughs> <laughs> they asked like after her speech at where was I remember. Uh, they asked, like, everyone's like, oh, Oprah's gonna run for president. And she was like, I'm not running for president. Like, dude, running for president? I'm not gonna run for president. No, I'm just saying, like, you get tore up in politics. Yeah, man. and I would get torn up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> my, whole, my whole past is, is public. Like, everything about me, you go all the way back. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Like 215 FI cards. <laughs> I got busted. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's simple for me. It's like, you know, long term, like I want to, I, I want my relationship to, with my wife to be like even stronger than it is. And, and then on, I want to have a great relationship with my kids. I want my kids to be succeeding in, in, in whatever aspect of life they want to succeed. Uh, I want to feel fulfilled and that I did something meaningful, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Politics, I think that's what it is. Are you serious? No, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Have you seriously ever thought about politics? Uh, one time. Really? <laughs> yeah. When? Yeah, one time. Like, dude, this is probably like six months ago. Uh, because our, our pastor at our church is the mayor of Thousand Oaks. Yeah. And like he said something one Sunday. He was like, you know, something along the lines of like, look, if you don't like something, yep. don't complain about it. Go out and and be a part of it and, For and sure. change it. And, and I was just like joking with Jen. I was like, I wonder if I could like do something like, you know, political. Yeah. And she was like, you'd probably be good at it. And then I don't know if I like actually enjoyed the idea of being a politician or just, you know, became obsessed with, I could be good at it. <laughs> self, self egotistical, oh, as egotistical that, as that is. Do you have anyone that you think right now, like, like you really look up to that you feel like has like the good life? I have a like my, one of my favorite examples is Tony Robbins, dude. Yeah. Have you seen his island? No. Yeah, I've heard he's about got, that. he's got an that. island. He, there's a video of it. What's he worth these days? I don't know, but to me, he's all about like the events, yeah. right? He's all about like, you look, his wife, he, to me, he's one person that just like captures the good life. Like I, I, I really like um, like what he stands for and just like what he does on a daily basis. He's one person that I like really look up to or like yeah. I like his lifestyle. That's, do you have anyone else you can think of? Oh man. Um, I know I'm putting you on the spot. We didn't talk about this Yeah, before. I bet you I do. I bet you I'm gonna think of some. I can't think of any right, yeah, right now. To, to me, I look at I, the ones that I look at that I really like is Tony Robbins. I really like Gary V. Gary V. To me, I relate and I follow Gary V. Forever, but he has this huge business. Um, it's not all about like the flaunt. He's all about the work, and that's like what he you know does. And some people give him crap because he's like too much about it. Like when do you spend time with your kids and yeah, you're starting to, tell to you respond the truth, to it? Yeah, that's the, like, it's hard because the people that I look up to in the business world, mm -hmm. I do not look up to in their personal life. That's, that's And vice point. versa a lot of times. Yep. So I, I'm not saying it's not, that it doesn't exist, but yeah. like the people that we see doing it, mm -hmm. 
is they're just bad examples. Yeah. You know, like I don't want to create this huge like real estate fund and like have my marriage fall apart. Yeah. You know, like I want to have it all. And I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I know there's people doing it that aren't like on this social media kick that we're on. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I can't think of like a public person right now. Yeah, those are those are kind of my the two that I like really like is is Tony Robbins and Gary Vee. And I'm sure I did put I should have prefaced that before because I didn't ask you before to give you a heads up. But those are two that I really like. Um, but yeah, so anybody listening, what is your version of the good life? Write it down. I I'm reluctant to share mine. Why? Share it. Are you sure? Yeah. Why not? Okay. So in five years, I have the house like the exact house I want. Like the exact house. Oh, you have it mapped out already. I have exact, I have every component. The, like I've said, I've said this before, I have a day in the life. That's always been the biggest difference between you and I. You've always had it, fig- like you've always had like an actual like vision plan and known what it was. Yeah, I know exactly what it is. I know, oh. I know what, the, I have a picture of the house and it's beautiful. Like I want to build it. Like I look, I have the exact house. Um, cars, I just want like nice ones. Like I'm totally good with what I have now. I don't need cars. Um, but to me, it's more like what I do. It's the office. It's, I have the full office mapped out. Obviously it's like predicated on like, we keep growing and growing as we plan. Um, but it's really, it's the environment that I'm in every day. And then also on top of that, it's the events. It's the events that we do because for me, it's working with people. Like I'm not a lone wolf. I'm not a lone wolf. I can't do it. I have to be around people and I have to be progressing. It's funny because that's why Beebles, that, that 2000 summer 16, I think it was, summer 16 was like so much fun to me because it was like, we're doing this together, meet up, attack, go, like, yeah, high five. It was 15? 15 and 16 were the big ones. Yeah. Um, because it was like hard work. We worked hard. We would go home and be dead, but it was so much fun so much work, make a video like that, that environment. So now I'm recreating what we did in skating in business. It's kind of like, that's what we're doing in business, recreating that like camaraderie and brotherhood. Uh, uh, I shouldn't say brotherhood cause it yeah. could also be sisterhood. Um, yeah. uh, what do you call that when it's, I guess camaraderie when it's boys and yeah. girls yeah. <laughs> camaraderie, yeah. that, that synergy and like excitement in the work environment. So that's, that's the five-year plan. The 10 year plan is involves like resort lifestyle, but work integrated into that. And it's funny, man. I don't like going into like the details of like the day in the life. I, it's not that I doubt it. It's just like, it's like a big vision. You You should go try and film that one day. Like try to like mock mock up or create an actual video of your dream life. (laughs) That would be so, (laughs) let's go. Pelican Hill, if anybody's ever been there, it looks just like Pelican, very similar to, you ever been to Pelican Hill? No, I was actually, Ben wanted me to go golf there yesterday. Oh dude, it's so tight. So yeah, I went, me and Olivia stayed there. It's like, I think it's like 600 a night. It's like, they have like, well, that's like the lowest. Oh, the lowest is like, Big dog over here turning. <laughs> they got like a Coliseum pool. It's insane. So, anyways, uh, so that's that's kind of uh we've birthed this this direction of digging into the actual mechanics. When should you buy a house? When should you buy a car? Um, what does what does like a happy relationship look like? 
um, diving into the mechanics of that. And of course, wealth, good ways, good ways to earn wealth. Again, for me, it's agency, digital product, and e-commerce. Those are like the ways that I'm in love with that give me the freedom. And I don't care how cliche that sounds. I love the freedom. I love it. I love being able to wake up, work out whenever I want. Um, I love that for you. What ways to make ways money? To make money. We talked about this last time, man. Real estate, baby. Real estate. Jump in. Investing. I like syndicate. Yeah, I like I like I like syndicating apartment buildings. Yep. Okay. That's what I like. <clears throat> so, um, man, I don't know. It's funny. Do you have like a life designed out for your good life? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have it mapped out. It's so interesting, man, because we're so different in that regard. So what does like planning look like for you? <laughs> what, 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 what regard? <laughs> life. life. Life planning. Oh, man. Um, it, you know what's funny? My life planning is usually the thing that's not planned for. It's usually like, mm-hmm. uh, like being truthful. It's usually it was my career in skating that mm-hmm. I had like a goal. And now I have a goal with my companies. Those are like the goals. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, with like, with myself, I feel like I'm like, I'm changing so much that mm-hmm. like, it's hard to know, like, like I'm so different now than I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. So like, if I put this like, okay, where my life's going to be in two years, I don't even think it'd be the same desire now. So mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, and I don't think I'm like, yeah, I just don't build it out like that for my life. What about with Jen? Like long, like you, what with our you, relationship? No, not not your relationship. I mean, it could be, but like, do you and Jen have any long term things that you both want to do together? Um, as far as like a business or like like a relationship, life, life, life. It could be business. It um, could be. I mean, our our standing goal right now is to have four kids. Two more on the way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's right. one. Um, you know, th- th- we have like things we want to like travel to, um, but for us, it's more about like I mean, dude, we're like, dude, we have kids that are young, so like yeah. a lot of it feels like it's just complete chaos all the time. For sure, you know, and 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 so we spend a lot of time just like working on our relationship and mm-hmm. our marriage, uh, and we have goals of like where that is going to be. Um, and she also just started her new thing, and she just which is very imp- kinship cultivated dot uh, com and mm-hmm. at kinship cultivated. I'm so stoked they're doing that, man. Yeah, she's stoked, and it's she's, really cool. She's really stoked too to have like yeah. an outlet, and they're already doing like a lot of. I'm like, they're going at a way faster pace than I thought they were gonna go, mm-hmm. um, and even they're doing some things I'm like fully like jealous about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wait, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but like, no, like we don't, like, I'm not a, uh, it's funny, we're different in the sense of like, you're such the dreamer, mm-hmm. right? You've always been a dreamer. I, I never felt like that. So like, I don't, there's a lot of times that like, I don't, maybe it's just, I don't have the capacity for it or I'm just not built like that. But like, I don't like think, oh my gosh, I could be this and I'm gonna, it's just not how I work. You, you know what's weird, man, is you know what it comes back to for me? It comes back to, to skateboarding. And for me, that's how I approached skateboarding is I looked at when I was young, like, okay, I want to be a good skateboarder. How do I do that? And then I looked at like, okay, the best guys, they have video parts. 
And so I'd pick a song and then I would listen to the song and I would be like, this is where the rail trick's gonna go. This is where the, the stair trick is gonna go. This is where the bail's gonna go. And I would start like filling it in. Yeah. And I did it twice. I did two video parts. And like those, and, and then the, the hard part though is there's like two video parts for songs that I didn't do mm. because I had like the song picked out. Um, I think the two best songs for skate parts would have been Crazy On You, which uh, Huff actually ended mm. up using, and also Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Mm. I think that would be the most epic yeah. skate part. So that's kind of how I've, I planned skating is like, I'm going to film this part. Yeah, like, I didn't never, care who I rode for. Or, I never did that. Yeah, you did it. How did, what was your approach? To video parts? Maybe this will help clarify your approach to planning. Yeah, yeah with because video you parts? knew you had to have video parts. Yeah, I just thought every single day what, well, a lot of it is I didn't like planning a trick before I did it. I liked going to a spot. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I used to get nervous and scared. I'd, I'd spend so much time building it up in my head that I'd make it out to be bigger than it was. So I like going to a spot with no idea, getting there and having to figure out what trick to do and then doing the trick. Oh my and I, so I just made it so it was like, hey dude, put me at a new spot every single day I skate or something like that. You know, because every, I always struggled when I'd try a trick and wouldn't land it and knew I had to go back. And then I spent so much time thinking, oh my, what's it gonna be like now when I go back? And, it, and I didn't like that. <laughs> dude, I remember one time there was a 26 stair, no. 21 stair rail it was this steep and I was with like the Santa Cruz team and I was gonna nolly 50 it and like if I would have not landed on the rail I would have died and I was like dude guys I gotta come back I remember someone's like you always want to come back I'm like dude it's a 20 stair like mountain that I could foot plant on and die like come on like I so I understand what you're saying but for me you you saw me as like I'm gonna Cricket Grind 26, I went and bought and built the well, rail yeah, at the barracks yeah, and, I think too, and did it a thousand times. Yeah, it's funny. There's so many similarities of how we used to skate and now how we are in business. Like you would think of like, okay, what can I do mm -hmm. that's going to make this splash and get people talking about me and I'll be this thing and it's going to take me to this level. And mm -hmm. then you think about what that's going to be. You prepare for it and then <laughs> go do it. My career was not that calculated. That was my exact approach. Yeah. My career was just like do as many tricks as possible always and just never stop you know it's so funny because that is exactly what i did that's that's how i came up i looked at the, the that's how you are, well, dude even when we talk about this like uh, there's so many ways of business it's like okay I, what can we put together where it makes this impact and it's the same way you used to skate to a t that's very true yeah interesting so yeah. Yeah, guys, if you're like me uh, and you have your whole good life planned out, good for you. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So anyways, this, uh, th this is kind of like uh, we're working on some new content and everything. Our merch is out. It's goodxtimes.com. Check that out. That, that's kind of what it, me and Mikey have been on this like year and a half path of, of coming into what Avni is. And it, it kind of all started back when your career, when you were exiting skateboarding. Mm -hmm. And we, I think for us, it's just been so challenging because everybody else has used the same jets and cars and models and like mansions. And like, they're just saying, this is what it is. Sign up for my agency and you'll get this. I'm telling you right now, you sign up for Ty Lopez's social media marketing agency, you are probably not gonna buy a Lamborghini. 1% of students 
are going to do that and get a Lamborghini. Is it possible? Yeah. Um, but kind of like what we've realized is that it's more for us about like th those components, good wealth, good health, good love, good legacy, good life, and good times. And good times. That's what it's always been. And the good times have been us working really hard at something we enjoy and love doing. So good times, goodxtimes.com. We got so we got the merch on there. Check it out. And um, yeah, we'd love to hear what your good life is and look forward to content of us like highlighting what our idea of the good life is. So any you got anything else to add? I think I think we're good there. Mm -hmm. All right. That's it. So check uh if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, go check that out. Um, we get a lot of listens, uh, more listens than watches on YouTube. Steve Weatherford, I listened to your podcast with him. He kept doing stuff like, I'm looking into the camera now. You can only see this yeah, on YouTube. I know. <laughs> That's, I know. <laughs> we'll have to start doing that. So anyways, all right, you guys, that's a wrap, and we'll see you next week.